podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 261, and we begin with number 1969. The new law practices the acts of religion, almsgiving, prayer, and fasting, directing them to the Father who sees in secret, in contrast with the desire to be seen by men. Its prayer is the Our Father. The law of the gospel requires us to make the decisive choice between the two ways and to put into patience the words of the Lord. It is summed up in the golden rule. Whatever you wish that men would do to you, do so to them. This is the law and the prophets. The entire law of the gospel is contained in the new commandment of Jesus, to love one another as he has loved us. To the Lord's Sermon on the Mount, it is fitting to add the moral catechesis of the apostolic teachings, such as Romans 12 to 15, 1 Corinthians 12 to 13, Colossians 3 to 4, Ephesians 4 to 5, etc. This doctrine hands on the Lord's teaching with authority of the apostles, particularly in the presentation of the virtues that flow from the faith in Christ and are animated by charity, the principal gift of the Holy Spirit. Let charity be genuine. Love one another with brotherly affection. Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. This catechesis also teaches us to deal with cases of conscience in the light of our relationship to Christ and to the church. The new law is called a law of love because it makes us act out the love infused by the Holy Spirit rather than from fear a law of grace because it confers the strength of grace to act by means of faith and the sacraments, a law of freedom because it sets us free from the ritual and juridical observances of the old law, inclines us to act spontaneously by the prompting of charity, and finally lets us pass from the condition of a servant who does not know what his master is doing to that of a friend of Christ. For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you, or even to the status of son and heir. Besides its precepts, the new law also includes the the evangelical councils. The traditional distinction between God's commandments and the evangelical councils is drawn in relation to charity, the perfection of the Christian life. The precepts are intended to remove whatever is incompatible with charity. The aim of the councils is to remove whatever might hinder the development of charity, even if it is not contrary to it. The evangelical councils manifest to the living fullness of charity, which is never satisfied with not giving more. They attest its vitality and call forth our spiritual readiness. The perfection of the new law consists essentially in the the precepts of love of God and neighbor. The councils point out the more direct ways, the readier means, and are to be practiced in keeping with the vocation of each. God does not want each person to keep all the councils, but only those appropriate to the diversity of persons, times, opportunities, and strengths, as charity requires. For it is charity, as queen of all virtues, all commandments, all councils, and in short, of all laws and all Christian actions that gives to all of them their rank, order, time, and value. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. In the, uh, the new law of the gospel is, is you know, kind of a 
as we talked about before in previous episodes, just a fulfillment of the old law and the fact that there is not much changed in terms of true content, right? Precepts are still precepts, um, but, but rather it's the intent that moves it, right? So it's no longer an exterior, but an interior push. And, um, and so what is that uh, fullness, but, but the virtue of charity, right? The highest of all virtues we know from uh, 1 Corinthians, right? Uh, faith, hope, and love are the greatest, and the greatest of these is love. For faith and hope fade away, but charity does not. Um, that that we know that there is a certain amount in which we're called to love our neighbor. And I think the catechism does well to make that great, very important distinction of there is a precept that um, stops us from uh, going too far in one direction, right, and keeps us uh, aligned where we ought to be. And then there is this evangelical council. And I joked with Bill right before we started that I said, I'm a pretty smart guy, and I still don't understand the evangelical councils, right? Because there are times in which it is it is the recognition of, uh, of the fact that the new law is not just a in theology we would refer to as a manual, right? The, that it is more than just here is the situation A and here are the you know, things that might, you know, change its, the culpability and so therefore you do B. Um, it doesn't work that way. The human life just is not, um, it, it's not that, it doesn't function that way, right? We have to uh, be attentive to, to greater things and then, so even within the moral law, there is the precepts to say you absolutely cannot do <laughs> these, let's start with these 10 things, right? The 10 commandments, you cannot steal and lie and you cannot covet and you cannot use the Lord's name in vain. All of these things uh, we know are too far without fail, end of discussion. But the councils say, and now I'm going to push you to a higher place of charity, right? So uh, what what's the example of this? Well, uh, let's use the example of St. Maximilian Kolbe, right? Now, he obviously, what he does is, does is heroic, literally heroic virtue, which is why he's a saint. Um, so w- what is his story? He, he was in Auschwitz. He saw a young father who was about to be shot, not for anything he had done, but to be made an example of, and he said, please, take, please allow me to take his place, right? Steps forward out of love for his neighbor, literally, but not a man he knew by name, uh, and said, I'd, I'd rather die in his place. That's not something we all are called to do, right? That's not a commandment of the Lord, step in the place of those who are going to j- die unjustly. But it is a counsel, right, that, that he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, St. Maximilian recognized, uh, maybe I can save this man's life and this child can have a father uh, growing up if, if you know, God willing, they ever got out of there. And they ended up doing so. But um, that he was able to say, I will lay down my life for my neighbor um that that right there is it's not what we're required to do but it does push us to greater charity right and that and obviously uh he was able to do that because he felt you know as a priest he's supposed to sacrifice his life uh rather than the father who was called to lay down his life for the sake of his family so we have that right that that there is a difference in precept versus counsel um but we it's not we can't just read it in a book. It is something that, it is a habit that we develop that is pushed uh, from us from within by the impulse of the Holy Spirit, that perfecting uh, work of grace of charity within us that 
um, moves us in a, in a wonderful way, ever closer to God, ever closer to love of neighbor, but always pushes us to its perfection uh, in this life and in the life to come.